Welcome to Hingragian Productions. Shedding light on the past to understand the present and prepare for the future. Get schooled! Hello, this is Nathan with Alexa, Pranav, and Cedra. We are here. We are the host, and today we will be talking about the fake news surrounding the coronavirus and how it affects us as the peop- as people and the nation. Drink lemon and bicarbonate. Oh my Salt, god. Salt water, chlorokine. Hold your breath over 10 seconds to check if your lung is healthy. You keep sipping hot water that washes it down to your stomach. Fake news is spreading rapidly, and the misinformation isn't helping us with our pandemic. It's just making it worse. Today, we have a special guest to tell us how fake news is affecting people and what they think about it. Can you please introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Mrs. MacDonald. I'm Zanker's intermediate science teacher. So I teach all the fourth through sixth graders at Zanker. Hi, Mrs. MacDonald. Welcome to our podcast. I'm sure you have watched the news or maybe you've been on social media lately, right? If so, you might have noticed that there is a, are a lot of news going on concentrating COVID-19. We love to hear your perspective and opinions about fake news and COVID-19. Would you define fake news, Mrs. McDonald? Sure. You know, there's a lot of people who call anything they don't like fake news. Um, it kind of became a meme to say, ah, that's fake news, whenever you don't like something. As a scientist, I would define fake news as rumors that get spread around as true, even though there's no scientific evidence to back them up. Okay. I like your answer, because uh, that's the same thing I would say. Good. Um. So according to many news sources, it's st- it stated that China was responsible for, for creating COVID-19 in the lab. What do you think about this, and how do you think it affects others? You know, Nathan, that makes me really, really sad. Because when rumors like this are spread around, people get scared. And it's really sad, but it's true that a lot of people react badly when they're scared, and then they treat other people unkindly. I worry that when people spread false information like this, um, people will treat Chinese people badly. According to scientific articles, there is zero evidence that COVID-19 was created in a lab. I think a lot of people want someone to blame for the crazy situation we're in right now, but I think it's way more important to work together to save lives. Yes. So NBC News reported that there there were 19 different cures and treatments for COVID-19. What what would would you trust cures such as herbs, tea or tea, tea tree oil and colloidal silver if you were to get COVID-19? Why do you think these cures cures would be put out there? You know, I'm really glad you asked me this question, Nathan, because there's a lot of science that I can share with this. So 
When there's not a medicine approved by science, many people turn to traditional or folklore medicine or just rumors to help. And in many cases, this isn't a bad thing because of something called the placebo effect. Have I talked to you about the placebo effect before? I don't think so. I don't think so either. It's something I usually bring up in sixth grade. So the placebo effect works like this. If your mind thinks something will help, then your mind can boost your immune system and make you feel better, even if the medicine doesn't do anything. There's these really cool studies scientists can do where they'll have give people medicine, but it's really just a sugar pill. So it's just a pill made out of sugar. But the person taking it thinks that it's medicine. And even though they didn't take any medicine, they feel better. That's what we call the placebo effect. For a lot of people, COVID-19 feels like a really bad cold or flu. So herbal teas and essential oils might help you feel a little better, even though they won't cure you. However, I personally would not trust cures that haven't been scientifically evaluated. Because the cures are not checked by medical professionals, there have been cases where people have been really hurt by taking something that wasn't safe. You mentioned colloidal silver. Colloidal silver in particular can be dangerous because it builds up in your body, it'll change your skin's color, and it can sometimes, sometimes cause your organs to fail. Have you personally been affected by fake news re uh, regarding COVID-19? Um. One way I've been affected is just by getting confused. You know, reporters are supposed to research their facts before they announce them on the news. So it's really frustrating when they spread false information. I personally like to limit my news time, and I like to check multiple sources to kind of help with that. President Trump has mentioned another medicine that's been gone around. It's called hydroxychloroquine. Um, it's used to treat other diseases, but Trump has brought it up as something that will help in COVID-19. But the problem is scientific studies show that it doesn't actually help against COVID-19, and it can cause serious heart problems. Um, this medicine can cause people to literally just drop dead from their heart failing. So it's really dangerous when people spread rumors about medicines. Thank you. Uh, appreciate your time. and. You're welcome. I'm glad I could contribute a little bit. This is a very cool project. Have a good day. Mrs. McDonald is right. Reporters get a story and add more by researching. Now they are giving fake stories. It gets so confusing when we don't know the real truth. As she said, it is also very frustrating. Fake news is like rumors. It is something that you believe is true, but is not. Fake news impacts the way we live. It can cause us to live in fear and will manipulate people. Like when they said former President Obama was not Christian or was not a U.S. citizen. Certain people were spreading this false information to make him look like an outsider. It's no surprise that sometimes fake news comes from the TV, even on the actual news channels. News channels usually try to sensationalize their news. They try to make it more interesting. 
they sometimes make something up about celebrities. They may also find a photo and make a bizarre story about it or exaggerate it to increase their viewership. This is what we see on the news when they cover COVID-19. During this time of the coronavirus, some states are also giving false information so that they could reopen again. A researcher in Florida got fired because she didn't change the data to make the city look good to go. Texas, Vermont, Virginia have been doing two types of COVID tests to make it seem like they have done more tests and to appear safe. In Georgia, people have been mixing up the scores. They switched around the data so it looked like it was going down and their state was safe. Fake news can affect the way we feel. It makes us nervous that we will rush out and buy more groceries that we need and more, so much more toilet paper that none is left for others. It scares us so much that we may not even leave our homes. Fake news might also make us angry and, and trust the news less. Speaking of news, sometimes fake news is spreaded by people that we should be able to trust, like our president or other important leaders. Sadly, we know that we can't really trust them once the fake news has already been spread. Take Donald Trump as an example. He asked doctors a question that led to the spread of terrible misinformation. I see a disinfectant that knocks it out in a minute. Is there a way we can do something? like that by injection inside or like a cleaning, he said. The doctor said it is a cleaning material. Therefore, people might think it will stop the germs. He is also the president, which meaning he has a lot of power. He could tell everyone to do it, and people might do it thinking it is good protection from corona. It is foolish to inject disinfectant and deadly. He should have never given that suggestion. I've also heard about fake news. In fact, there's a lot of it and it is spreading really quickly. It mainly spreads by social media such as Twitter and Facebook. It also gets spread because fake news gets carried from one person on another, like a game of telephone. The message is usually not the same after being shared from person to person. My teacher, Mrs. Ingradia, shared some fake news from an app called WhatsApp. One example that Mrs. Singradia heard was if you hold your breath for 10 seconds and without coughing without those 10 seconds, you don't have the coronavirus. But that is not true. You can only check if you have or don't have the coronavirus by getting tested by a doctor. We need to find a way to stop fake news and prevent it from spreading. The best way is by figuring out what's fake and what is real. We can do this in a few ways. Is it made by a credible source? The article which you're reading. Is there an author of an article? Make sure to check their expert in their field, unlike one made by Wikipedia. You also have to cross-check websites so you can agree if the website you're on is correct. If the article was made long ago, things might have changed, so make sure you find the most updated source. Also, a trustworthy website should look professional, not have a lot of ads popping up. Finally, pay attention to the website URLs. Websites ending with .gov and .edu 
means it's coming from the government or an educational institution, such as a university, which are credible. Anybody can create a website with .com or .net as their URL. You should be a little bit more careful when you go on those websites. .org is from an organization or a group of people. So just be careful that the information isn't biased or, le or leading too much toward one opinion. You may not have Twitter and Facebook during the early 1900s, but fake news was still an issue. During the Spanish flu, people thought if you had facial hair, you would get it. That means women and children were immune to it. People told each other this falsehood, and that is what spread. Even worse, the U.S. government actually played down the existence of the Spanish flu, so it wouldn't discourage the soldiers battling World War I. And the United States at the time, the president hid the truth that their country had the flu, so other countries wouldn't attack them if they looked weak. Many people died of that in that country because of that. That's terrible. You know what's related to spreading false information? Spreading bias. Bias is prejudice, prejudice in favor of or against one group, usually in an unfair way. Asians keep getting discriminated against and are believed to carry the virus. Even though the virus was first known in China, that doesn't mean all Asians have it, and that doesn't mean the other people don't have it. Even if the virus was made in China, it isn't necessarily their fault. Some pe Asians don't have it and have been physically attacked and coughed at. This is spreading so much racism and they are being blamed for something that isn't even their fault. I think that we could set a better example rather than acting like this. I would like to introduce a family friend and her name is Cindy Cleveland. And she's going to talk about a personal, an experience that she's had. Hey Nate, thanks for asking me to be a part of your um, your podcast for school. Um, I'm really honored to uh, be able to be asked this question. As part of this community, do you or anyone you know have experienced such unfair treatment? And I could say that I haven't uh, particularly um, experienced anything, but I know my mom um, has. Um, she was walking in Golden Gate Park and uh, with her friend and. Uh, my understanding is that she was, uh, someone chased her and her friend, um, and somehow they got away. But I don't really know the details or whatnot, um, but I do know that it's caused her a lot of fear, and um, that right before the shelter-in-place, um, she stopped coming out house for over a month or so, and uh, it wasn't until about Mother's Day or so, it was her first time coming out of the house. She lives in a residential area There's a, that has a lot of uh, restaurants around her, and she told me that in the news, she's heard that a lot of the Chinese restaurants, the um, the windows are all blown out and they were robbed, but it just so happens to be just the Chinese restaurants. Um, and so I could see how there's fear in there. And she has told me that uh, she's heard of another friend of hers who was walking and someone took like a tree branch and ran after her uh, uh, with that. So I, I think there's a lot of fear in, um, but when I call her or anything like that, she doesn't tell me what's going on. Uh, she just, um, just says that she's doing fine for her in that way. Um, so she is slowly coming out. 
So that's a good thing. I think it helps to have uh, my sisters who are who live closer by to check in on her and uh, and they now take walks with her. Cindy, thank you for sharing this unfortunate but eye-opening experience with us. So false information and bias have been along for a long time, but now we need it to stop. Everyone needs to know how to tell false information from the real thing. We also need people to recognize the importance of knowing the truth, telling the truth, and staying updated. If we don't, this will go on and we may not be able to respond appropriately to another crisis in the future. Information is essential. It is how we learn and grow as people. Therefore, we need to do our best as individuals and stay away from misinformation. It is vital that we know and live by the truth in all areas, whether dealing with COVID-19 or other issues that we face daily. Thank you for listening. continuous and we are all connected to the past, present, and future. Learn more on the next episode of Hingrajian Productions. Thank you.